to No Sleep Till Gondara. I'm your host, Mike. This is a podcast where I'm going to be reading through the journey to the West and talking about it. This is not a book on tape, however. I'm not going to be reading the text verbatim. This is just a place for me to collect my thoughts and share my notes on whatever I find interesting as I read through the book. It's a big book, so I expect this is going to be a long podcast series, but I'm going to try to keep it digestible in small chunks, probably a chapter at a time, both to keep myself accountable to continuing on, but also make it more manageable to listen to and read along if you feel like it. Uh, I do not read or understand Chinese, so... I am going to do my best to pronounce things as correctly as possible as I go through, but please feel free to correct me. I will appreciate whatever help I can get on that front. A note that I am reading the revised edition, Volume 1, translated and edited by Anthony C. Yu. This is published by the University of Chicago Press, and uh, this copy is from 2012. Today I'm going to start by going through the preface, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about why I decided to start this podcast, and this is going to be just kind of an episode zero to introduce everybody, whoever is listening, and... uh, We'll go from there. So I'm doing this because I watch a lot of anime. (laughs) That may not come as a surprise to you. But uh, I wanted... I have a passing knowledge of this story from pop culture. But I wanted to go to the source material to better understand it. And hopefully 
be able to recognize references to it in the future. I got inspired to finally take the plunge by listening to both Romance of the Two Networks on Scanline Media, where the hosts of Scanline and Abnormal Mapping read and discussed Romance of the Three Kingdoms, and Around the Long Fire on Abnormal Mapping Network, where the hosts are talking through the Icelandic sagas. I didn't think it was going to be such a hurdle to figure out which version I should start with. I saw that there were some abridged versions out there, some that are even newer. And I thought, well, because of who I am, I wanted to go to as close to the source as possible. And that's when I saw that it was four volumes. And the volumes are very substantial. Which was a little intimidating. But I thought, okay, I'll get the first volume and I'll check it out and see what I think. And that way I'm not committing to all four up front and I can make my decision later. And little did I know that the preface to this revised edition is essentially an argument against starting with those abridged versions. So the preface ended up convincing me to stick to my guns and stick with this version, this unabridged version. So that's why I'm reading this one, and not any different ones. So the preface starts out talking about how this is not the first translation of this story in English, but it is the first complete and unabridged version of the story in English. The previous versions were either abridged or inaccurate translations or both. The most famous of which is called Monkey, Folk Novel of China by a guy named Arthur Whaley. And uh, our translator, Anthony C.U., he says that that version excised all poetic segments and cut prose passages at will. So reading that, I was like, okay, well, I guess I've made the right decision. Um, Anthony says that his grandfather used the story as a textbook for teaching him Chinese during the Sino-Japanese War, which I had to look up. And I think what he is referencing here is the quote-unquote second Sino-Japanese War. In other words the conflict that took place during the, you know, the years of World War II. Um, This preface was written, or was dated 2011. And some of the stories that he tells in the preface were from 2009. uh, Which feels like yesterday to me, but of course now even that is a long time ago, which is fucked up. But uh, here we are. Uh, So some other notes I took that I thought were interesting as I went through here. That the translator decided to start this effort in 
1969 and finished all four volumes in 1983. And then people wanted an abridged version to teach in classrooms. So then he worked on creating abridged versions. Um, I wanted to quickly recognize the author, the uh, editor and translator and kind of, there's a little bio for him in the inside cover. So I wanted to go over that because it's really small print. I feel like it could be easily lost. And uh, just reading so far, it seemed like this was a really, you know, this it seemed like this was basically his life's work. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, I'm not like vouching for this guy personally or anything, but I thought that, you know, his bio should be read. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with these books. So uh, Anthony C. U who passed away in 2015, was the Carl Darling Buck Distinguished Service Professor Emeritus in the Humanities and Professor Emeritus of Religion and Literature in the Divinity School. Also in the Departments of Comparative Literature, East Asian Languages and Civilizations, and English Language and Literature, and the Committee on Social Thought. His scholarly work focuses on comparative study of both literary and religious traditions. So in his, when he was approaching retirement in 2005, that is when he decided to go back to his initial four volume version and do a major overhaul on it. Uh, in the preface, he details all the work that went into that, which makes me qualify it as that. So if you have your version, you can see all the details of that. I'm not going to go into that here. But uh, apparently that version also included artwork by Mrs. T.H. Chen, who Anthony says was a peerless Chinese calligrapher. And uh, I, that's not in this version. So I'm definitely going to look and see if I can find that online. So I would really like to see that. So other than that, that's it for this episode. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep these as short and sweet as I can. Next episode, I'm going to be reading the preface to the first edition. This was the preface to the revised edition, which was much shorter but as a preview for next episode, it's going to be talking about a lot of historical context, which I am excited to get to. If you would like to email me, you can do that at nosleepjourney at gmail.com. If you want to send in any questions or comments or corrections for me, I welcome those, like I said. And uh, that is where you can do that. No sleep journey at gmail.com I am also an artist and a musician and many other things so if you would like to check out my other work that is at michaelmccubbin.com so I hope you enjoyed I will see you next time and until then no sleep till Gondara alone